What does a party mean to you? Good times with friends? Loud music and exotic dancers in cages? Little people in cupid wings swinging from the ceilings? Whatever a party is to you, we know how to make it better. By popping motherfucking bottles. And Corolla Drinks has got you covered. We're proud to introduce to the world the bubbly nectar that is sparkling brosé. We captured the stone and tropical fruits from our original brosé and added a little more party. Pop a bottle at brunch, on game day, at a brisk, or in the club. We promise, wherever you are, just got better. Hurry, this limited first run will run out to get your first bottle of sparkling brosé for only $25. Head CorollaDrinks.com and let the party begin. This is Corolla Digital. This is Reasonable Doubt with your hosts, Mark Garrigus and Adam Corolla. Welcome. It's been way too long. And Gary, how are you? I'm great. I, I agree. It's been way too long, but you know, it's been a, a bit of a slow news cycle until, I don't know, what was it, Tuesday or Wednesday? And uh, the, the world blew up and I've been desperate to record with you. And I'd like to start out by saying, for those of you who have not figured it out already, I am not Adam Carolla. Unfortunately, we had some scheduling issues today. Mark was stuck. Yeah, uh, let me let me fall in the grenade because it was all me. I was stuck in court all day as much as I wanted to uh, go run out see Adam. I could not make it work, and you know uh, this is my my day job got in the way. So well, we forgive you, and uh, you know it just the way the schedule shook out for Adam, it just didn't work, and he had the option of either he and I going or Mark and I going, and he said, "Why don't you and Mark?" So we'll hear from him a few times throughout the course of this show, but uh, he apologizes to everyone that we have a bit of an untraditional episode this week, but I think it's still going to be a fun one. Yeah, and I think probably we'll start nationally, and nationally there's been a couple of stories that are, or a couple of stories that have been interesting The uh, since the last time we recorded, and uh, I think we had suggested collectively that it was probable that there would be a special master and that these issues were something that um, somebody would have to deal with. The judge who gave a tentative ruling, and by the way, to turn around a tentative is usually a Herculean task, and she adopted with some um, uh, measures her tentative ruling, ordered a uh, special master. The government then tried to get her to that. They then suggested um, Judge Deary out of uh, the Eastern District of New York, they, meaning DOJ, Trump's people agreed, um, and he's got it. He's been uh, on the FISA court. Gary will remember that because we've talked about the FISA court. Those of you who are in the weeds on uh, the run investigation will remember that I got it spanked uh, about the FISA court, but this is somebody who's been there and he gets rave reviews from people who have appeared in front of him for his even handedness and temperament and everything else. DOJ did not want to halt their review. And uh, she, to her credit, has said, no, I've got somebody who's going to look at it, who's dealt with, you know, FISA, for those of you who may not know, is a, a rather uh, secret and 
uh, highly classified court that deals with our most classified international and national secrets, um, even though it's supposed to be all international by hence the title foreign intelligence. Uh, But it does deal with some of the most classified information. Somebody who sat on the court and obviously will be able to deal with this stuff. And my guess is and deal with it in rapid fire fashion. So that's where we are. One of the corollaries to that story, I forget the name of the lawyer. I'm not familiar with him, but I think he was a former solicitor general in Florida and has argued or at least won four cases in the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, I want to say K-I-S-E. Uh, I don't want to mispronounce the name. It was reported that one of uh, ex-president Trump's PACs uh, paid him $3 million up front to represent him, which um, those of us who ever quoted and asked for the money up front, my, as my dear beloved uh, father used to say, you quote a fee so that the client only cries once. <laughs> and uh, clearly here, the client, uh, somebody shed some tears or should, should shed some tears. You who were, there's also been kind of a corollary to this. I've noticed there's been some sniping back and forth between an MSNBC analyst and a CNN analyst. Um, because as you know, Gary, I had pointed out, people were, I thought the analysts were way off base. I mean, I would, if yeah. I were to basically uh, um, do a uh, estimate, I would say 90, 90% of the legal analysts that are on the traditional shows were all saying this was stupid. This was a Hail Mary. There was no precedent, blah, blah, blah. And you'll remember, I thought quite the opposite. I thought that any a uh, federal criminal defense lawyer worth their salt would have been in there demanding a special master. And clearly the, some of these privilege issues are not um, settled law and you can't unring that bell. And for those who said, well, they already filed something that said they'd already gone through it. That was the taint team. And she made a finding that the taint team, Gary can make the joke later, um, had already violated the wall, ethical wall between the investigative team and the taint team. So there you have it. Why, the reason I bring all that up yeah. is it's an excellent tease to the next local story. So you had all kinds of people talking about the and people on what I always call my side of the aisle saying, oh, this Trump appointed judge, you know, the, this was a stupid uh, thing. Clearly, there was something there, blah, blah, blah. Um, Not having read the redacted affidavit, just assuming because the judge, you know, basically doing what the logical fallacy of ad hominem attack on the judge because she was appointed. Doesn't matter that she was a former U.S. attorney. Doesn't matter. She's got a pedigree and and by all accounts is nobody's lackey. Um, But maybe we threw at him for a commercial. Let me contrast that with my side is doing now locally in Los Angeles. Absolutely. And I think that the, uh, the theme of people not reading the available material will, uh, will follow up, but let's go back to Adam in the studio for a word from our sponsors. Let me tell you about the comeback audible, a laser focused lawyer. Sound familiar? An undercover K-pop star sound. Oh no, wait, that's not familiar. An impossible love. Listen to the comeback on audible. Written by Lily Chu and performed by Felipe Su. 
When Ari comes home from her law firm to find an unfamiliar, gorgeous man in her living room, life begins to change, especially when she finds out he is South Korea's hottest K-pop star. Follow Ari's journey as she's thrust onto the world stage. Not as a competent, steely lawyer, but the mystery woman on the arm of a man the entire world claims to know. You can listen on Audible now at audible.com slash the comeback. That's audible.com slash the comeback. So when I keep referencing a local story, there's been a really a firestorm in LA County. There was a search warrant that was executed this week on the Metro MTA, Metropolitan Transit. Correct. And uh, and their uh, legal office there, their OIG office, on the Sheila Kuehl. For those who don't know in Los Angeles, you hear a lot about the mayor. You hear a lot about um, the uh, the police chief. They've, probably in L.A. County, the most fi- powerful people are the Board of Supervisors. And uh, for those who listen to this show, you'll know that Board of Supervisor, in particular, who I've had a real bone of contention with, uh, even though she's all the pedigree and the credentials for, you know, a liberal lioness, uh, is Sheila Kuehl, who was, and I gave, Adam is either on Dobie Gillis or, or one of the, one of those shows. And now is 81. They executed a search warrant. For, for listeners of this show, I'm sorry to interrupt, but for listeners of this show, you may know her most famously as the county official who voted to shut down outdoor dining and promptly left the meeting and went to dine outdoors at her favorite restaurant in Santa Monica. Correct. I've never gotten over as a restaurant towards somebody who represents many restaurant clients. Uh, the, the rank hypocrisy. I actually thought that was more egregious than Newsom at French Laundry. I agree. I mean, he was he's just there with 12 or 15 people in a cordon off area. Here, she not only shut down tens of thousands of businesses, she then had the unmitigated gall to cross the county and go eat outdoors at her restaurant. I just, uh, you know, to my mind, you can't get back. Well, here in this case, a judge... Judge Craig Richmond, who, by the way, I will divulge, I, when he was a district attorney, had very serious tr- cases against him where I was the defense, he was the prosecutor. When he was, and he still is, a trial judge in the criminal courts building, Clara Shortridge Fultz uh, building downtown, I've tried jury trials to actually hung jury in front of him. I believe I owe him fairly well and have always thought very highly of him. He issued a or signed off on a search warrant. And the search warrant was for Sheila Kuehl, a woman by the name of Giggins, who runs a peace over violence organization. And the, as we had indicated, the MTA. You would have thought that this was an inside job by the sheriff, who we've had as a guest, um, who, by the way, they failed to mention in many of the articles that he had recused himself from this investigation. But the board of supervisors, including Sheila Kuehl, are have put on the ballot for November Measure A to strip the sheriff 
of and, and, and who's elected. It's an elected position and have the four, you know, three out of five board of supervisors be able to remove him from office, which is frankly, I think unconstitutional. And I've talked to people about challenging that also in the interest of full disclosure. But the fact that they executed a search warrant, which a judge looked at, you the the amount of denigration on that search warrant from the same people who were cheering in the Trump situation, that in the denigration of the judge from the same people, I, this is where they may be consistent, who were denigrating the judge over there is mind-boggling. They, there's people who are saying this judge, Judge Richmond, should be basically tarred and feathered because his court reporter was or is married to the detective who signed the affidavit, right. which is, wow, that's uh, if you're going to start figuring out all of the incestuous nature of the criminal courts association in L.A. County, you're going to get two degrees of separation between the cops and the judges. The, the I, I, Somebody should someday do a, uh, a study on how many female judges either have been married or are currently married to current law enforcement, male law enforcement. doesn't seem to work the other way around, although Lance Ito was a perfect example. Fun fact, his wife was a high-ranking LAPD um, uh, I lieutenant, I believe. Commander Peggy York, and but the the number of tr- the c- trial courts that I go into where there's a standing disclosure order that I'm married to someone who belongs in the same office that's prosecuting your client. Please, we I, that's not going to affect my fairness. I, I'm he goes on every single day and has for decades and decades and decades. So that is that's almost hilarious. Then today, and I'll tease one other thing. If you want to get throw to Adam here back in the uh, we can we, we can wait just a minute. I what I will say is uh, I would encourage anyone who has been following this story and believes they are well informed to read the search warrant. It's not an easy ask. It's almost forty pages, but you know there's some pictures in there that lighten it up. But I I was sent the search warrant by Mark, and I was basically assigned homework. He said read this. And I did. And then Mark has, I believe, in an attempt to drive me mad, been sending me stories ever since where people are reporting what is clearly not fact for anyone who has read the search warrant. I mean, it's it's absolutely I can't get three graphs into a story where I'm like, well, that's wrong. You clearly didn't read the search warrant because it's not even it's not even a question. It's not even we think the investigators believe it's no, no, no. Here's a statement of fact that everyone agrees upon and people are just reporting the opposite. It's it's absolute insanity. And I'm going to once again contrast it with Trump. People are looking at a highly redacted affidavit in Trump's, and they have spun out and assume that it was live nuclear secrets and blah, blah, blah. And they've gone there. I mean, they've gone crazy based on a redacted affidavit here. The, the affidavit is redacted, but not probably the exact opposite. The Trump affidavit looks like 95%. This looks like 5% redacted, and I may not have those percentages right, it's but it's that I would agree. kind of a flip. And you, the reporting on it is abhorrent. I, they make it seem like there is, like they just made this up in order to punish the sheriff's enemies. 
Yeah, it's I mean, it's just it's absolutely absurd. I mean, as you pointed out earlier, the sheriff had recused himself in this case and put all of his authority for this case only onto the onto his undersheriff for the exact reason that he knew that this kind of an allegation would be thrown around. So I, I really if you if you feel like you want to be well informed on this and it's a wild ride, so I would encourage you just go seek out the search warrant and read it. It's you're going to find a lot more information and a lot more clarity to be able to form your own thoughts by reading that as opposed to reading anyone who's reported on it so far that I've seen. Then then Sheila Kuehl, this board of soup, uh, uh, then comes out uh, out of her house as they're. Um, executing the search warrant. Barefoot. Barefoot. But dressed. Yeah. Seven in the morning. She looks fairly, you know, uh, fairly like you, you would think, was she expecting this? It's almost like and- she she's barefoot so as to indicate that she may not have known, but she's fully dressed otherwise, which would indicate the and opposite. Comes out and gives a press conference or at least statements to the press. And you have it, Gary, because I think we just need to watch Exactly, and I'll explain why this is just mind-boggling to me. Uh, vamp for a minute. I do not have it ready, but I will get it ready. Okay, he's going to get it, and I'm going to tell you. She then goes on to say that the Office of Inspector General and the County Council, mind you, the County Council is the law firm that represents her on the Board of Supervisors, right? and the County Council represents the Sheriff. She says and Gary will find it, she says that not only did the Office of Independent Counsel or the Inspector General OIG tip her off, but that one of the county lawyers tipped her off, and they believe now that not only did they tip her off, meaning the night before they told her, you're going to have a search warrant, there's going to be a search warrant executed at your house tomorrow morning, um, can you imagine uh, the number of um, code sections that that violates, that somebody uh, from the county is getting a uh, giving the target the tip that they're going to be uh, searched the following day? But once you've been given that tip, uh, and they're aghast that the sheriff is out there seizing there are hard drives and things like that. Well, I can guarantee you what they're going to be looking for. Can you guess, Gary, what they might be looking for? They're going to be looking for evidence of these contracts being being collu- of collusion, basically. I had been- All right. I think I'm going to have this video for us here in just a moment. And I'm sorry if that was an incorrect answer to your question because I was scrambling a little okay, bit. It's a to- subpart of answer, I would imagine. All right. Let's see here. I had been texted last night by county council that there uh, was a planned search of my house, maybe as early as 7 a.m. So I thought, okay, that's what it is. So, um, you know, put on some clothes, went downstairs, opened the door, and I have never seen so many deputies all in one place. Yeah, so uh, understand we started um, a little late on that, but she says she got a call. That they, her house was going to be searched as early as 7 a.m. Right, like, night before. Can, yeah. I, can you imagine, just imagine oh, if that was 
the, in I, I understand it's in Los Angeles and, and you know, it, it doesn't fit the neat narrative. But imagine if, just do the thought experiment, if Trump had announced, I knew that they were, the FBI was coming in because, I don't know, Secret Service told me because right. they were alerted. And so I, I got ready. Yeah, I, I, I took care of business. Yeah, it's absolutely. It just would not be tolerated. Uh, real quick before we keep going, I think we should throw it back to Adam in the studio real fast to uh, hear a word from one of our sponsors. Please do, because I've got one more commentary on that, which is also somewhat key. Well, let me tell you about Backbone. What's holding you back from the ultimate gaming experience? Level up your game with Backbone. Backbone just released a PlayStation edition of their beloved Backbone 1. The officially licensed controller for PlayStation was brought to life in a collaboration by the PlayStation design team. The colors, materials, and finishes are all inspired by the PS5 DualSense controller. Gary, you're using this bad boy, right? Yeah, I am. And, you know, to your point, they, they designed it with Sony, so it looks exactly like the PS5 controller, and it looks like, felt like, it's, like it fits when it sits next to the console. It's great. Simply plug your iPhone into the backbone and enjoy console-friendly controls as you play console games via remote play or cloud streaming services and App Store games as well. It is Backbone, right, Gary? Go to playbackbone.com slash doubt now to order your Backbone. For a limited time, get a free access to over 350 console games and perks. Backbone is now the official partner of Diablo Immortal. Not only is the game specifically optimized for Backbone, but you'll also receive $10 in in-game perks. Find your next adventure at playbackbone.com slash doubt. Okay, and then... We're recording this Friday afternoon after court. And what happened in the courthouse today, actually, I was in there. The, um, uh, the, another judge who is a judge of what's called concurrent jurisdiction of Judge, uh, uh, Richmond. And this other judge, I also know very well. Judge Ryan is, is one of the, the um, well thought of judges and is in a, in a very, uh, hot seat type of judicial position. He takes all the things that are kind of uh, hot to the touch. He ruled or found for that judge Richmond, not appointing a special master. Guess why I'm bringing this up and tying it all together. After another judge had said there should be a special master, he issued a halt to the MTA uh, portion of this saying that there should be a special master and having Question that he wanted to answer, or at least having questions and freezing it until such time as he decided whether there should be. So for everybody who's out there bloviating about the what happens in one situation when the target is somebody you don't like, well, guess what? The you're, you've got judges, brave judges, in fact, um, Judge Ryan. Uh, I would uh, surmise is not a Trumpian, but I could be wrong, but doing what he thinks and what probably, although I don't understand the concurrent jurisdiction issues, they're both superior court judges. I don't know how one overrules another. That's a question for another day. But you've got a situation now where uh, the same kinds of things that people were calling foolish and idiotic and and simplistic is playing out right here in our democratic stronghold that is LA County. And so I, I know that I preach this quite a bit, but 
try doing the thought experiment to quote Adam in abstentia um, a lot of times because you will find that or legal reasoning, but cheerleading. And that's, uh, I guess, the point of taking these two stories and bookending them here today for our kind of a big show, but I would say half a big show, wouldn't you? I would, but I would also, you know, remind people that we're likely, if not certain, to have a uh, beyond a reasonable doubt coming this Sunday. Um, Many of you have been asking about it, and we clearly will uh, have a beyond this Sunday. Yes, we will. We may have some surprises on Sunday. Just sit in this wait. Yeah, we've uh, we've got quite a bit that might be going on. Now, just to back up a little bit, Mark, for anyone who might not be in the weeds, I think you and I focused a little a little bit more on uh, comparing these two scenarios that we have playing out in Los Angeles to what we have playing out in Florida. But uh, what exactly, and I can help you if you need it, is uh, Sheila Kuehl being accused of of doing here? What is what is the alleged? Well, basically, this piece on over violence organization and has got a, what they call single source, no bid, whatever you want to call it. Right. Wasn't a competitive, um, a contract that basically is averaged. Uh, if you believe the affidavit, read the affidavit to $8,000 per call. And so anybody who called this hotline, right? So peace over they, violence, just to, I'm sorry to unpack it for someone in the Midwest who does not know anything about this story. So peace over violence is a, an organization focused on eliminating violence in various places, but in this case, on public transit in Los Angeles. And one of their programs was they were going to set up a hotline where people could call in and report sexual harassment or, you know, intimidation while they were riding the metro. And a fo- Which, by the way, timeout is great. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't who doesn't want that? You want a hotline? You want something? No one actually no. it's fantastic. Yes. No, I don't think anyone's really arguing that. But a local Los Angeles news organization became interested in this hotline and how long it had been running and what kind of call volume they were getting. And upon drilling into it, they discovered that some of the some, if not a lot of the calls are being misreported as, you know, successful calls where citizens were served when in reality. By the way, the the local news organization, another caveat, because you'll find out that there's more to this story involving the media was not because this story would not fit their narrative on four different levels. It would show that the sheriff, for instance, is following corruption where he can. They don't want to know that because they want to take this sheriff out. It would show that Sheila Fuel, who they cheer for, um, may have been uh, not so uh, apparent. They're never going to report that. And leave it to, was it KBC? I believe it was Fox. I think it was Fox 11. Fox? Memory serves. Okay, then give Fox, give them their shout out. Yeah, I, I believe it was. So I, I wasn't positive, so I didn't want to shout it out. But since you asked, yeah, I believe it was Fox. So they did it. They, they did an investigation and they determined that no, many of these calls that are being reported as successful interactions with citizens are hangups or wrong numbers or situations where the citizen decided to, to change their mind and hung up mid call. And if you really drill it down to how many calls have actually been taken over the time of these three actually uh, single source no bid contracts that are in question that the pack taxpayers are paying eighty five eighty four hundred and fifty dollars I believe is the number per call so that is by the I- way we're not talking inconsequential money the contracts total a substantial six figure amount yeah nearly a million dollars closer to a million than a quarter. 
uh, than three quarters rather uh, of a million. So there are these three three contracts in question where, you, according to the regulations of Los Angeles, the only time you do a single source uh, or a no bid contract is when you are when you are interacting with a company trying to procure a service that no other company can can provide. For instance, if they have a patent on the technology and therefore they are the only ones who can do it. This investigation that that goes into these bids found that not only were there several other viable options, there were several that would have been done free of charge to the taxpayer. There are services out there that are funded in various ways that would have been able to provide the same service to the city of Los Angeles and its taxpayers at no charge. So the question is, why is Sheila Kuehl giving out three no bid contracts to someone who she presided over the wedding of the person in question and has been lifelong friends with her when in fact there are several other service providers who could have done it at a much cheaper or non-existent cost. Oh, Gary, now you're getting into the weeds and actually reading and trying to understand what actually happened here. Don't you know? We're going to just denigrate this and ignore it because it comes from Sheriff Villanueva who happened to be recused from this mind-boggling this is why this is why i really encourage anyone who think if you think that what i've been saying during this is kooky fine i don't care if you want to be informed go read the search warrant because there is a lot you can learn just from that obviously you have to parse your opinions of what is in that because that is prepared by law enforcement and they're seeking an outcome but that is where you will find the most unfiltered information that I have found on this topic. Now I want Mark to be able to weigh in one more time, but real fast, we're going to throw it back to Adam in the studio. And then Mark and I will be back with closing thoughts. Let me tell you about Geico. Do you own, do you rent? Well, sure. You do one or the other. And then there is Geico. That's right. They make it easy. You can bundle your policies, your homeowners, your renters, insurance, your automobile insurance, put it all together and bundle with Geico. Very easy, very fast, and a lot of peace of mind. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could be saving at Geico.com. Well, welcome back, and uh, and I, I'm really excited about doing the Sunday show. I don't want to miss Sundays anymore, Gary. So Neither do I. We're gonna- yeah, and, and there's apparently quite a few of you who want to have the discussion with us, and we're going to try and make it worth the wait on Sunday. So, um you know, this has been the best, what, 40 minutes in the universe so far, and uh, we're long overdue. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, again, Adam apologizes for not being able to make it. The schedules just didn't work. We had a, a very unexpected issue with Mark's court schedule, and that's just the way it rolls sometimes when you uh, when you get to the Friday and you just got to get something in. So uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and uh, we will be back, Mark and I, on Sunday, and hopefully we will be back with Mark and Adam uh, early next week, maybe even as early as Tuesday. We will just see how the schedule shakes out. But thank you guys all very much for your time. Mark, thank you for assigning me homework to read that. That search <laughs> you'll get more before Sunday, I'm Gary. Sure so. I will. I'm sure I will. Might have taken a, might have taken a couple hours for me to get through it because of my ADD, but I feel much more informed than anyone else I speak to. So I'm I'm glad that I was able to do it. So uh, thank you for that. Thank you, Gary. Good to see you. Bye, Good everybody. See you too. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Reasonable Doubt. Tune in next Saturday for an all new episode. is Corolla Digital.
Would you love to save some money on your insurance? Of course you would. And who doesn't love a deal? When it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, GEICO can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even your homeowners, condo, or renter's insurance. They are all covered with GEICO. Save even more with special discounts when you bundle coverages together. Plus, they have an easy-to-use GEICO mobile app and 24-7 roadside assistance, so it's easy to switch to GEICO. It's a no-brainer. Switch today and see just how much you could save at GEICO.com. Go there and get a rate quote or contact a local agent. Saddle up and get ready for Westerns Weeks on Pluto TV, all for free. We're coming in blazing with favorites like True Grit and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Or immerse yourself in binge-worthy series like Yellowstone and Walker, Texas Ranger. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies, TV shows, and more. The best part? It's free. No credit card, no sign-up, no fees. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. One third of all murder cases in America remain open. He had told me that if I opened my eyes, he would slit my throat. Each one is called a cold case. The DNA evidence taken from the victim was a match. The linen rapist was at it again. Based on the hit A&E television program. A phone call is placed. One that changes a family's life forever. Cold Case Files, the podcast. If you could see the fire in his eyes, he screamed at me. You want it? Get your tape recorder out. Get new episodes of Cold Case Files every Tuesday on Podcast One, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts.